This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. What do you guys want to do here in deep Ash Peak? The heroes continue their infiltration. And you keep walking, the heat starts to intensify, and you feel like a major uh, temperature change with every step that you take. I'd say right now it's probably upwards of 90 95 Damn. degrees. Wow. But the stakes have never been higher. Someone's been here. They've been running their dogs through here. Searching for us. The way forward remains unclear. All right, let's go. I think let's leave stealth behind us. Stay close. Walk together. And the mysteries of the mountain grow greater with every step. You hear tong, 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 tong. The adventure continues. Oh, how about that? Now. Well, 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 if it isn't my favorite time of the week, Glass Cannon Podcast time. And look at you hanging out with me to enjoy it. What is up, my friends? It's your good time pal, Joe O'Brien, here to wish you a merry holiday season. I'm very excited this week. It's the holidays starting proper, not that November 1st Troy nonsense. Now we're really getting into it. It's December. It's holiday time. It is is the week of the release of Echo Quest. I am so excited. I have been just itching to get you guys this show. We've had the first few episodes in the can for a while now and we want to get it out to you that is going to happen this friday december 6th can you believe it it's already here and guess what we're not just going to release the pilot on friday december 6th we're going to release three episodes on friday december 6th so you can really kick off your morning coffee with a brand new adventure and so that we can properly introduce you to our new friends kaya amara and sydney emmanuel who joined troy and skid as players in this new campaign that I am running. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to the phenomenon that is Paizo's Emerald Spire Super Dungeon. And uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it because Troy actually mentions it in this week's episode. But just a reminder, you need to be a Patreon subscriber at the $5 tier to get this show. If you're not a subscriber, this is the week to jump on the train. Get in on the ground floor of a brand new campaign unlike anything that we've done before. It is not an adventure path. It's something new, fresh, different, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And then, after Echo Quest's morning release, we play the PAX Unplugged main theater on Friday night! Jason Bowman, the director of game design at Paizo, will be running Troy, Skid, Grant, Matthew, me, and Eric Mona, the chief creative officer at Paizo, through a new original second edition adventure. And I just have this feeling that it's going to be a show you do not want to miss. Also, we just flat out need to pack that place with the niche and make a statement about how awesome this community is. If you can make it, all you need is a pass to the con and you get into our show for free. So drop what you're doing. Grab a friend. Help us pack the main theater at PAX Unplugged this Friday night, December 6th. And I would just love to see you there and be able to hang out. If I don't, maybe I'll see you the next night on Saturday night at Underground Arts in Philly. I'm coming home to my homeland 
to do a show for my friends and family. I cannot wait. This Saturday night, Underground Arts, we're doing a live show continuing our Strange Aeons adventure path. All right. That is it. Uh, with how much is happening this week, I have no more time to talk into this microphone. Uh, I almost, almost this weekend uh, tried to get out of recording a show because I had so much actual business work to do. It's getting a little hectic around here at the end of the year, but we hope you guys are able to benefit from all this new content dropping this week. Please enjoy it all. And most importantly, I want everyone's friends and families, loved ones to have a wonderful holiday season. And if I don't talk to you before that, I'll see you next year. I love you guys. Please enjoy this week's episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It has dawned on me recently that there are people listening to this show that may think this is the only show we make. <laughs> Maybe they don't have the Twitter or the Facebook or the Instagram or the Pornhub. How dare you? So they don't know. That Wait, what is this third show that I'm not aware of? <laughs> <laughs> we have multiple shows across our network, but there's people who probably skip the intros. They don't, they're not on the social media. They might not even know we have a Patreon. We have a lot of other shows. If that's true. That would be tragic. Tragic. But we're about to make maybe like one or two people stay. Because I imagine that most people know what the hell's going on. But maybe not. There are people who find us through our other shows, which is remarkable. We should also take this moment to point out that we are twitter.com slash glasscannonpod, instagram.com slash theglasscannon, twitch.tv slash theglasscannon. You can search Facebook easily for us or at the top of our website, glasscannonpodcast.com there is a row of useful and handy social links where you can follow us to get the news really good grant you <laughs> nailed it that is so true because in addition the funny thing is dot com or yeah. instagram.com i do it all the time i'm at right now twitter.com let's see what's going on the funny thing is that grant had to look up what each of those were they're all he doesn't remember them anymore. yeah i know they're all we different. haven't said it since episode 46 there's no uniformity across any of them uh we got a youtube channel. i mean listen we have the glass cannon podcast you're that's what you're listening to right now maybe this is the first time you're listening and you started episode 230 whatever this is which is weird which is fine okay go back to one when you caught up we have another show called androids and aliens we're playing starfinder that's pathfinder in fucking space <laughs> we're playing the dead sun's adventure path we're like 80 episodes into that it's great we have another uh, cast member on that show we also have uh, a patreon exclusive show where skid is the gm where we're, where we're playing the ruins of aslant pathfinder adventure path it's called raiders of the lost continent i want to play that game you you do play <laughs> it i do yes oh my goodness there's like 60 episodes of that show i gotta available. listen to more intros and you can find that show at patreon.com slash glass cannon and this week on our Patreon, a brand new show is launching to run every other week with Skid Show, run by our own Joe O'Brien. Hey, Joe, hey, Joe, 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 and Joe. don't let that deter you. It's actually really good. It is the Emerald Spire Super Dungeon, which is a classic uh, dungeon module, Super Dungeon module that Pathfinder put out, that Joe has... Uh, Converted to Pathfinder 2nd Edition with the help of some amazing people at Paizo. We're running that. I'm in it. Skid's in it. And we have two it's new our cast new, members on that show. It's our new flagship show. It's our new <laughs> flagship show. <laughs> it's, oh. the, it's the masthead. Uh, the whole network. Anything with Joe is a false flag. And then we also have a show that we do. We travel around the country 
It's called Glass Cannon Live, where we're playing the Strange Aeons Adventure Path. We might be coming to a city near you tomorrow. And just head over to YouTube and search Glass Cannon Network. Yeah, there's 12 episodes it. on there. You can watch uh, 24 hours of, uh, of content from just that. So please, join our Patreon. Watch our other shows. Tell your friends. You got a gaming group? Don't be the weirdo that doesn't tell your friends what you do. Tell them <laughs> that you listen to the shows across the Glass Cannon Network, and they should listen too and come to all of our shows and buy our merch. And let me tell these one-show audio-only Luddites that if you don't like the idea of watching a live show on YouTube, if you sign up on Patreon, every once in a while, we'll upload the audio there for you. <laughs> you get the audio too. So, sometimes on occasion. Right. We'll do that. No, it's all there. It's all there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> So that's my soapbox. I just. I, I, How did this come to your attention? Well, I just. I, I saw some things on, on, on social on on Pornhub, um, <laughs> and that made me think I should probably start reading some of these emails. <laughs> How have these people not heard of the glass cat? It, yes, it was me. the strangest thing. These two ladies and the other gentleman were talking about podcasts they listen to. And <laughs> one thing led to another. Dimension and very quickly. There's that Eli Manning Saturday Night Live sketch where he's uh, like testifying at a, at a, at a courtroom and uh, the, the judge is like we're going to release your search in, uh, history if you don't answer these questions like oh god no I'll, I'll answer anything you want <laughs> that's what Troy would do right now Pornhub history incognito mode bro um, <laughs> listen something got too real <laughs> I don't want to know no Troy. I just I, I, I saw some things I've been seeing things for the last few months where people are like oh I didn't realize they had another show which boggles my mind because mm-hmm. we talk about it in the intros but some people skip the intros and like even androids we probably talked about it as it was coming out but we haven't talked about it since we just sort of assume that people know but please check out those shows uh, we got a lot of stuff uh, going on a lot of exciting stuff happening in 2020 so get your shit together fans <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Um, Put yourselves up by your bootstraps and listen to six of our shows. (laughs) What else you gotta do? I think you were suggesting, by the way, that they had to finish the glass cannon before they could listen to androids. (laughs) They only are about an hour each. You can listen to more than one a week. Yeah, that's fine. If given the choice, though, you should finish glass cannon. How? We're still going. It doesn't make any sense. Started episode one. Because so you can listen to Androids in 2024. No, but you know, it's the the same way that I watched NCIS and NCIS Los Angeles at the same time. I didn't have to finish the first one. You watched them at the same time. In Law and Order and Law and Order SVU. I did them both. I think if you were to watch NCIS and NCIS Los Angeles, basically it would be the same show. Like you could overlap them and like the the movement would be roughly the same within the same kind of aura. My dad loves those shows. I think he is Well, it was the number demo. one show on television. Most for a long dads time. do. Dads, it's a real dad show. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I saw that meme earlier today, and I'm like, if anyone's going to make that joke on the podcast, it's Grant. And no, Matt. I thought that in my it. head 20 minutes ago, and you just did it. No, wow. you're, you're more tied into the meme culture than I am. I, I'm behind. Yeah. I'm Grant's a, a big memer. I'm a, I'm a big memer. Okay, memer. Well, oh, I'm so triggered. <laughs> First week of December. Uh, Matthew, now that the joke is completely dead and it's run its course, uh, give us your stupid recipe. Oh, we're actually going to do that? Yeah, I, people want to know. They're really excited about it, and this is the last one we're going to do. No, I have one. No, nobody wants to hear. My, well, let me guess. Uh, chicken fingers that you microwave and put ketchup on. <laughs> My, Not too much ketchup, though. Can't drown them in ketchup. I can't believe you are making fun of somebody after you said eat turkey, stu- chicken stuffing, and rice. Listen, I'm just trying to mix it up. Mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just I want. Joe notoriously I, has the taste buds of an infant. Don't, I'm not. I, you know, no, we'll do it. We'll do it. And I promise 
We will make fun of you the entire time. I'm just time. amazed that Boston and uh, or Massachusetts and Pennsylvania haven't had their own like little mini civil war at this point, seeing the two of you fight like children. <laughs> well, there's that massive DMZ of like New York. Right. Yes, <laughs> We're the New DMZ Jersey. between the two. <laughs> All right, Matthew, what do you got? A uh, little uh, and, uh, gravy. I'm not prepared. I didn't. I'll tell you. I, I, think, didn't it's, bring it I think of the of the, I'll I'll vamp for you. I think of the Thank ones you. we've heard from so far. This is by far the most healthy. Uh, uh, it's not healthy. It's, it's not healthy. Not, it's the, not the most healthy. MSG. Oh, I found it. Listen, we can give healthy I recipes. Found it. That's not what this is about. This no. is about just. This is about the holidays. It's, there's a lot going on. You want to throw something in a pot and then start wrapping. This presents. is about F L G. Finger licking good. <laughs> right. I a, thought of four other things that was going to be. This is a Thank pressure God. cooker recipe. Oh, yeah. another one. Oh. Pressure cook. You um, take. Hit that under pressure, bumps, kid. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. So this veg- recipe is something I haven't had in quite some time because it is not vegetarian. Oh, boy. But regardless, you take a little prosciutto. Oh, boy. Just prosciutto. call it by the right word, Giada. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, you saute that. And then you take it, you remove it, and you use the fat that's rendered, mm-hmm. and you saute some mushrooms, mm-hmm. you take those out, and then you throw in some chicken, some, uh, I usually use chicken thighs, because they're delicious. Sure. I leave the bone in, though, for the flavor, because I know what I'm talking about. You're a thigh man. Uh, onion, garlic. <laughs> I love that ZZ Top Likes a big thigh. <laughs> thigh man. Tomato, <laughs> thighs. Dry white wine, chicken broth, tomato paste, and some seasoning, bay leaves, a little oregano, okay. salt, pepper, and then you pressure cook that for like... 13 minutes. Okay. And then you mix everything together. It's delicious. What's it wow. called? Chicken with prosciutto and mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you really sold it. You really sold it. What did Joe name it? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for those three photos of that recipe to come in on our It's amazing. It's like, it ends media. up being like a shredded. It ends up being like a, like a chicken bone. stew. Like yeah. It's absolutely delicious. We should do a potluck and, one of these days. And yeah. We'll all bring in our. our I, I looked up hot plate, or, or hot which dish. is a hot, what a hot plate was the closest I could find into Italian. I, I believe in Italian it would be piazzatra. So that's, that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Matthew's piazzatra. <laughs> or, or also in parentheses, riscaldante. Riscaldante. <laughs> Matthew's risk al dente is much more marketable than what was it? Chicken Hang with on. chicken with prosciutto and mushrooms. Ugh. Chicken with prosciutto and mushrooms. That must be a, a good name for that. You you got a an hour, fifty minutes to come up with something. I translate into German. That's probably not going to do a job. Hachsensteine. We want people to eat it. Pollo con prosciutto e potiglia. Is that for mushrooms in Italian? Yeah, why not? Potiglia. No, it's probably like fungi. Fungi. E fungi. Yeah, you're right. Troy's right. That's what it's like. That's what it is. Yeah. I know. I took a year of Italian. That was I. Fin- I stopped t- typing mushrooms, so I have mush. <laughs> I took a year yeah. of Italian, but I, oh, no. I've drank so much over the years, I've forgotten most of my English. Yeah, so that's what my German's like. Uh, well, you know what? I haven't forgotten that we have a game to play. And oh yeah, that's oh what yeah, the we People do. that listen to this show want to know. They don't want to know about your chicken and mushrooms. They want to know about you. Made me do it. You started the bit. <laughs> started it. I- I didn't even kill the joke. God, you're so the few jokes so I haven't killed. Bits over, Matthew. I did it just to make you feel bad, and I didn't succeed. <laughs> now I just feel bad. Good. So I hope you're happy. That <laughs> yeah, makes you all happy. <laughs> Giant Slayer, Deep Ash Peak. 
you go back to Deep Ashbeak. Was that one of your Pornhub terms? Yes. <laughs> Don't Google Deep Ashbeak on Pornhub. <laughs> Any of you Magla Elementals order a pizza? A beautiful fix on a cobble. Oh, that's my friend. Whatever. She just came over to use the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the most natural place for a, a quote, giant slayer themed porn episode would be in the Cathedral Minderhall. <laughs> oh man, that'd be so classy, sacrilegious. <laughs> deep Ash Peak. Um, you guys are in Deep Ash Peak. You 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 go to the, the Cathedral of Minderhall and you have a. Uh, you know, an intense night where you hadn't really <laughs> you hadn't wow. really been back there in a while. And I you heard your sink is leaking. <laughs> <laughs> is your furnace needed? <laughs> heard you had a problem with the forge. Um, <laughs> I hear you need a dragon to get that going. <laughs> you, you, you go there. You rest up. Jimmer does his training. Metra has a, a very strange, uh, out of I don't know. Let's say out of body, out of mind experience where uh, Brander reveals himself to her, um, at least through some sort of telepathic bond. You then come back uh, and you go to Deep Ashpeak. Um, maybe this isn't really where you want to go right now, but you know that it's important to Baron. Um, and so you do. And of course, you. Uh, you face these magma elementals and uh, deal with them pretty handily, mostly due to Grant's uh, cheating of his character, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, but when that ends, you then start going through these boxes that were laying on the ground. You open up the boxes and you see that each of them look like they have spots where a gun could lay inside. But all of the boxes are empty. There's something else that catches your eye as well, and we end the episode. Grant, I want to talk about your cheating for a second, because I think it's important. It is important. It's, it's the only important. way we, we win. Um, and <laughs> to your credit... It was vital to the combat. <laughs> to your credit, you didn't know you were cheating. Hero Lab was not helping you out. Neither were you in one instance. Neither was I. I'm sorry, uh, do you have proof that he didn't know? No, no, but I'm giving Grant the benefit of the doubt because it's Christmas. Aww. <laughs> and, um... What would, you, what would you do if he did know? If he did know, I'd still give him the benefit of the doubt. Because it's Christmas. Because I just don't want to know that mm-hmm. he would actively cheat. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather not know. Wouldn't you hate to find that out about what you're I feel like my parents like just... Actively cheating. Just right. disappointed cheating. in me rather than, like, wanting to punish me right now. Right, that would, hurt, that would hurt the, the most. That's like, a, when you see someone roll and you know it's a three and they're like, 15? And you see them do it and you're just like... I can't believe it. Yeah, fif- 15's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> they might have a plus 12 bonus, Troy. <laughs> Grant, first of all, <laughs> you don't have access to that spell, do you, right? You said you had a, a new spell slot, but the wisdom bonus of the Inquisitor does not grant you... I get two spells at 7th level, no matter what. I misread what was going on. Okay. So I, I, I get the spell. Well, I don't deal. understand. What's the problem? There's no problem so far. But you have a high wisdom. Why didn't you get an extra spell? It's about Inquisitors. Oh. Yeah. We gotta talk. It's, it's about Kevin. Joe, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> and then... It's Inquisitors. With, so. the, Inquisitor Bane, thing. with the Bane Baldrick, somehow... 
we made the same mistake that we made before. You used Greater Bane, and that's why I'm saying you cheated to win that encounter, you, the group, um, because you were able to... I think you no, I take full responsibility for the group. I throw myself on the mercy of the court, but I do have some defense later. If the wearer is an inquisitor, it's funny because we talked about this. If the wearer is an inquisitor, she is treated as five levels higher when using her Bane and Greater Bane abilities. But he doesn't have access to Greater Bane until, what, 12th 12. level? 12th level. So you don't get to treat it as five levels higher because you don't have that access. However, on your hero lab, it was giving you access. Yes, and I've heard the argument that people say, no, no, you do get it. But I looked online, and James Jacobs, creative director of Paizo, at least at the time that this was written, said, no, you do not get Greater Bane because of it. Right out of the horse's mouth. So um, I'm sorry I have to take Greater Bane from you and all of your bottle caps. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hand them over. Way harsh. I have them written in my sheet. But, Hand um, over your computer. Uh, <laughs> I'm break it over my knee like Bo Jackson's back. <laughs> um, Turn in your laptop. However, <laughs> you're a loose cannon, Burger. <laughs> you did uh, cast a spell that we uh, we got some emails about saying that it was an Aurori only spell, and now I think you have the floor. The defense would like to draw the court's attention to document A16 223, the primary document. In the defense of one Grant Berger. A call to the stand, Aurora! <laughs> gasp, gasp, gasp. Court doors open, Aurora walks, floats up. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> if Your Honor would turn uh, his copy of Inner Sea Gods to page 229. All right, hold on one second. I have it right here. I always keep Inner Sea Gods right next to my DM The screen. chapter is headline <laughs> spells. The core and Inner Sea Gods. Yep, that's all that's you need it. to run a game. That's all you need. <laughs> Many of the spells in this chapter originated with the faithful of a particular deity and are more common among the worshippers of that god. Such spells are denoted with the god's name in parentheses after the spell's name. Worshippers of a spell's associated deity always treat the spell as common and need not research it in order to prepare, to prepare to learn it. Despite this, all the spells in this chapter are available to members of other faiths. Oh, 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 the, the courtroom. Wow. I have uh, supporting documentation as well. Two facts of which. What was the spell? Uh, it was uh, Vigor, uh, Vigor, Vigor, Vigor. Uh, Channel Vigor? Channel Vigor, yep. Your Honor, can I see those documents? <laughs> I haven't had access to those documents, Your Honor. May I approach the bench, Your Honor? <laughs> approach the bench. <laughs> the two pieces of corroborating evidence that should strengthen this case is that of the law domain for the Inquisitor... Listed among the deities that support such a pursuit are Toreg and Arori. Wow. Secondly of which, well, second of three, is dwarves are one of the primary worshippers of Arori. And if you turn to page 29 of my secondary evidence, A16-228. Hold on. Have it. In addition to the Dwarven Pantheon, Dwarves in human lands often worship Abadar and Arori. Both gods require discipline and hard work, and Dwarven temperament is well-suited for the veneration of these foreign deities. Arori promotes perfection of the body and soul, and although his faithful must not imbibe alcohol, they find the discipline regimen befitting their principles. Objection, Your Honor. Hearsay. <laughs> I, know, I was going to say the same thing. No, I was going Irrelevant. Yeah. Your Honor, I have one simple Your Honor. question for, the, for, uh, for counsel. Is he a worshiper of Aurori? I don't need to be a worshiper. A yes or no will do, please. Uh, answer. 
Please answer. Your Honor, may what I have is a, this a congressional hearing? Please may I have a brief moment to confer with my deity? Aurora <laughs> 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 leans over. <laughs> she, kind of puts her hand, she puts her hand over the microphone. <laughs> um, but, however, regardless of your ruling, regardless of your ruling, in preparation for all... Do you imbibe alcohol? <laughs> no. Answer the question. <laughs> a reminder that you are under oath. <laughs> In preparation for the ruling to swing either way, as the, 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 the pendulum of justice is known to do, I've also prepared a backup spell in the event that you strike down this lawful use of channel vigor. Well, I rest my case. I. Do you want to hear it before you make your decision? kind of want to hear it. Your Honor, where is this going? <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> the title of this... I'll, I'll <laughs> the title of this spell, which to begin with, the only problematic thing would be that it's necromancy, but under the Inquisitor's aim of using uh, enemies' technology, skills, magic to defeat them, I think it would work. It's called Deadly Juggernaut. With every enemy life you take, you become increasingly dangerous and difficult to stop. During the duration of this spell, you gain a cumulative plus one luck bonus on melee attack rolls, melee weapon damage rolls, strength checks, and strength best uh, skill checks. Uh, So I don't like it because obviously I don't do melee, but if I were to kill uh, five opponents, I would have DR10, basically. But I think it's much less cool, but that's kind of my backup. The court has heard your arguments, and... We will allow Channel Vigor to stand. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes! Oh, I was in the Oval business with his father, but that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Who is that man? <laughs> <laughs> will they come forth and be sworn? <laughs> this man is... Uh, anyways. <laughs> the, hard, the hard part, though, is that uh, Greater Bane is still the only Bane I can turn on in my sheet, so I'm just going to have to remember Ooh, to add it. Oh, it sounds annually. really hard. Hand me your iPad. I snap it over my <laughs> <laughs> Get it over my iPad. Um, what is it called when in Mary Poppins, what they do to um, Mr. Banks at the bank when they uh, like bust his hat? Decapitation. No, it's like a I whole... I haven't seen it. Defenestration. I assume they do. You haven't seen Mary Poppins? No. Ever? Jim Chimmery. What? Jim Chimmery. I've seen one. He has such a horrible I've seen view of the world. Disney movie in my life. There are two types of people in this world. Those who grew up in Disney. Cashiering. And those who grew up in Warner Brothers. Cashiering. I've yes. wa- I watched both. Cashiering. Yeah. Grant, good, good work. You Thank did you. good today. Thank I'm you. proud of you. And, uh... I think that's going to do it for this week's app. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but it is a good point, though. Um, you should always check the primary sources. Um, yeah. Luckily, due to our arrangement with Paizo, I have accessed all the books, and I can look at them very easily. But in kind of just the convenience of looking at Hero Lab keeps you honest and does a lot of things right. But, you know, there's so many different permutations as to what could happen to any given character. It makes sense that there could be certain things that could be relatively yeah. incorrect or things that were published at the time which were slightly unclear which you need to Google to make sure that they work a certain We've way. run into this all the time um, across all of our shows. Um, did I mention we have multiple shows across <laughs> the network? So if you want to listen to all the rules being Let's wrong. go through all that again. Yes. I don't know if anyone uh, if everyone really got it. <laughs> Once again, there's Raiders of the Lost. <laughs> um, what do you guys want to do here in deep Ash Peak? 
Wasn't there something that was yet to be revealed that you told us we had to wait for till next week? No. I did. I did. I did say there was something else in that room. You did. That appeared to, uh, I can't remember who rolled a perception check to find it, but I said there was boxes and it looked like there was something small on like oh, yeah. uh, maybe a shelf or an Grant, outcropping on the wall. I believe Grant and I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it was the book. like a 36 and a 37 or something. Mm-hmm. Crazy yes, very, high. very, very high. Um, that lava puddle uh, goes away. Blah! What do you want to do? Who wants to go after it? What is it? Looks like a little, um, like a bag. It's about yay big. What would you say that is? Big of a, eight inches as a. Uh, it's like a coin ball. softball. Yeah. It's like a coin purse. Let the record reflect. Yeah. He is. You're on. Let the record reflect. He has uh, shown his shown a <laughs> circular spherical shape with his hands about the size of a bocce ball. Bigger than a coin purse. Smaller than a satchel. Uh, Baron will rush over to it. You trip and fall into love. <laughs> Dead. There was no reason to run. Adriel teleports in. It was 15 in. feet away. No reason yeah. to run. <laughs> Sprints at full speed, trips on a rock. No run! And fails himself on a stalagmite. Hits his head on the wall and then falls over. And that was the end of Baron Ashby. <laughs> he screamed, oh, money! And that was the last we heard. A truly ignoble death. Is that a coin purse? Just like full speed. Fitting uh, in. After surviving countless battles and <laughs> <laughs> against Monstrous giants. Baron Ashby died today. Scarecotla. <laughs> he met his end in the bowels of Hurricane Ash or uh, Volcano Ash Peak. Baron Ashby dead today. At the <laughs> <laughs> um, you open up the bag, and there's a pair of gloves inside. Wow. I'm going to do a quick, quick detect magic on them. They are radiating magic. In fact, they're radiating transmutation magic. Oh, oh my God. God. See if they fit. Quick little... Try spell. them on in front of the jury. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going back to the 90s. Oh, oh wait. Let me get a bottle cap. Oh, yeah. That was... That was good. God, that was funny. Oh, God. That's one of those tip your hats that's funny. Yeah. Well, they don't fit. <laughs> Just yeah, keep looking up. Oh, looking you up wrong. a dog right there. They, 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 I'm, I'm, they oh, don't fit. <laughs> so yeah, in front of the <laughs> Oh God. Uh, so they fit Baron. So he must have committed the murder. Right. Um, but uh, he rolled a thirteen on the spellcraft check, uh, and he turns to Metra to see if she can provide any wise counsel. Uh, cracked eye. Uh. I rolled a 16 on the spellcraft check. That's enough. They're known as whispering gloves. <gasps> oh my god, I've wanted these for forever! What? I, this has been on my wish list. This is like uh, that, that old video of the kid who gets a Nintendo 64 at Christmas and just yells, NINTENDO 64! <laughs> it's like me with mousetrap. <laughs> uh, these gloves... Sounds like a roll-off. ...constantly project a very short-range <sighs> silence spell. <laughs> oh my oh, wow. god. So Holy that, shit! So that anything touched or held by the wearer's hands make no sound. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. so that's Picking a locked door wouldn't make a clicking noise audible to those on the other side, and holding a hand over a victim's mouth would silence his scream. Or shooting so a gun wouldn't make this any is like, noise. Wow. This is like a pure assassin's tool. The yeah, silence yeah. extends only a few inches, so knocking on a door produces no sound, but hammering it down still does. If the wearer presses a finger to her lips and speaks, that's so cool. no sound comes out, but the words are audible to anyone she chooses that's in her cool. life. Oh, that's so 
Oh, cool. As the message spell. I've wow. had item. multiple people find a way at, at shows to tell me about this item, to, to message me on Twitter. There have been lots of people like, Grant, this is the best thing. And I, I looked at them, and I'm like, these are awesome. Um, but they are only 6,000 gold less than uh, Lawbringer, my double-barreled magical <laughs> bane uh, yeah, they're handgun. Not cheap. Wow. They're not cheap. Um, so, uh, roll off? Yeah. <laughs> roll for it. Dude, Dalgrith is an I'd assassin, like man. Those. <laughs> You'll my never hands. hear me coming with my plus one frost wounding battle axe. I'll sell them back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a good discount. At cost. Yeah. At cost. Yeah. <laughs> um... Wow. That's amazing. That's a game changer. These were gloves from your ancestors. So, um, which makes them seem a little bit more ignoble than like more kind of like special ops units rather than like noble warriors meeting people on the battlefield. Like they might be into more intrigue than anything else. Uh, So Baron considers that. And then he also wants to take Dragon's Breath Mm -hmm. out of his other holster. And he's going to look at it in the outline of it. And it's the only gun in his possession right now that he did not make. It's the one he found in the tomb of Nargrim Steelhand. He'd like to compare the outline of that gun to the different boxes we have to see if there's anything else he can learn about it. Okay. Um, And you found that in the tomb along with a bunch of other stuff. And correct me if I'm wrong, it seemed like each of those items in there belong to one of Nargrim's... uh, like traveling partners, his tribe there. Yeah, you got the sense. I think you saw someone who might have been wielding a handgun helping Nargrim in the, the, the tapestry right. in his tomb, correct? Mm-hmm. And they were fighting a, a massive giant of some sort. Yeah. Was it a fire giant? I don't remember. I can't remember, but for some reason I feel like it was. I'd have to listen back. Uh, anywho. Um, you can do that on our website. I know. Do you know we have five ships? Um, <laughs> You you start uh, placing it in the boxes, seeing if it, any fits, and it seems like one box it it fits the best, but it, you don't feel like it's a perfect fit. Now it could be the shape of the box is warped over time, um, or it's just not a perfect fit. Or they, you know, the Ash Peaks, whatever the hell their weird society is that we've learned a little bit about, could have made a lot of these things, and these are only representative of a few. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so are there any symbols on that box? I'll just check out that box in particular. Uh, yeah, the, if there were any runes on there, they've all been worn away through time. Okay. I want to thank you all for coming down here with me. I sure am sorry for cheating on my mess up there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, and I regret, uh, I told you that I found boxes before that helped everyone else in my party. I'm sorry that none of these... Help you at all as he snaps the gloves at the side like surgical <laughs> gloves. Uh, I found something for me, but uh, anyway, yeah. no. But uh, I don't know. Do you? Do y'all want to explore more down in these depths? We've heard tell of a of a dragon from Thune potentially. I don't know if they might be more apt to live around magma, um, or if you want to keep on going the way we were going. Does it look like there's a clear path forward down here? or? Um, so from where you guys are standing here on the other side of the rock, no, it's all cliff walls. Um, 
there's the uh, the river of magma, obviously. Um, but if you look off into the distance, uh, it, they, it sort of travels under a rock outcropping. So unless you wanted to swim through the magma, you don't think you could get much deeper anywhere here. This is just this pocket of uh, an area that may have been something else at one point. But now it's just... So back space. up to the... Uh back up to the big room and through the door. Have I learned everything I could looking at the, the tapestry on the wall, the ball relief? I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Um, and I'll draw I'll, I'll draw it down in my journal as well. Right. Um, I wrote my journal. Yeah, you, you know, you're just really taking it all in and thinking about the first time you saw it and wondering if there's another one of you out there somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, there's nothing like you're like. Oh wait, that symbol makes me think of something else. You know, you don't feel that. All right, nothing revelatory. All right, then back up. Let's try to get through that door before they re reman their defensive uh, stairs. There, yeah, I think we better hurry. Yeah, is everyone no time to waste? Is everyone feeling all right? Does everyone need anyone need a rest? I'm good to go, but. Uh, I could use a few hits off that one if we got there. Happy to uh, hit you with it. Uh, Thank you, Baron. Uh, once he gets healed up, he's good to go. Um, and uh, he can climb up the the tunnel there. Okay. Um, I don't think all of your party can. No, but it'll save a casting of fly. I can hop on the broom. Can uh, the, to fly up? Can Jimmer take the broom? Or is it too? Or is it I, too I actually can climb. I have a plus ten. What's if the DC? Um, it's it's it varies somewhere between you know a five and a ten. There might be a twelve and or fifteen in there, but Baron and Metro, you can see that like it's it's certainly climbable. You just don't want to fail when you get too high up because it's a yeah. But he couldn't like, fail by five or more. Is what right. you're saying? Oh, then yeah, no, he should be yeah. fine. So I'll I'll go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Like, is the Save your I mean, I have to, I ha- I can't climb, so I'd have to cast oh. something to get me up anyway. So I can take. Yeah, but it's not right. Well, uh, did you want to just dimension door? All right, some of the, that's what I'm saying. Or use the like, use the broom, or you could send the broom back to me. Yeah, yeah I could send the broom down to you. Uh, let's do whatever saves the most spells. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to find behind that door, and we want to be ready to go. I'll take broom shift two. All right, all right, stay down here by yourself, and we all go up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jimmer and Dalgrith climb, and uh, Metro brooms up Baron and herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you go back, and you're now in that room, the the chamber of traps there. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to just go straight to the through those tunnels to get back to the room with the great stair? How do you want to approach this? Did we explore? We need to, and we explored everything around the little pitfalls. Yeah. We found the little traps. Okay, yeah, you took, took a we lot took of time twenty there. in the room. Yeah, so uh, we need to move forward carefully. We don't know what they. Yeah, might we don't have, know if they've re- they've repopulated or. Yeah. Defended up, so I mean, we could teleport and roll the dice. No, let's not. Let's not waste. Let's it. not waste it. All right, yeah, let's not waste it. Uh, we can make our way there on foot, and we can just go slow. Yeah. Well, so we're going to go slow and try to be quiet. Do uh, perception checks, seeing sixty feet ahead of us in the dark, or 120 in Metro's case, if she can, and then just try to see if we see anybody lingering. Okay, um, and uh, in terms of party composition, are you Dalgrith like going up ahead? Should I assume that you are mm-hmm. fifteen, twenty feet away from the rest of the party? Mm-hmm. All right, give me a give me a stealth check and a perception check. 
All right, stealth would be uh, 27. Okay. And then perception. <sighs> You're pulling some <laughs> grants tonight. Joe's throwing dice all over the table. Throwing dice wow. all over the table. Uh, perception would be 31. All right, so you start going through the tunnels where you were chasing that frost giant into right. the room with the great stair. Um very, very quiet. You don't hear anything. Um, as you get uh, to where there's a bit of a turn, um, you see footprints that look a little fresher than uh, they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, like footprints that have happened since you uh, went to the cathedral and came back. And they're like paw prints of a four-legged animal, maybe multiple four-legged animals. Someone's been here. They've been running their dogs through here, searching for us. You keep going up the tunnel towards the room with the great stair. Give me another stealth. Come on, Joe. <laughs> 28. Okay. What are you rolling on the die for? A Natural five. And a 28. <laughs> wow. God. That's rather low. That's rather low. <laughs> I didn't know you were only two better stealth than I was. Baron, you are the best at every single category. You no, just I'm not. freaking identified the gloves. You, no, no. You, you got greater bane. You have greater bane. You shoot like a 12th level inquisitor. I think I have greater bane. I think I have mythic greater bane. I have mythic greater bane. Mythic greater bane. Um, all right, so you. Oh, I'm come, coming up the tunnel, guys. <laughs> you come stumbling up. Good way, everybody. Hey. Hey. everybody. Giants, I'm coming. Remember, this is the room with the stand. <laughs> <laughs> you get in there. Remember that rhino? <laughs> that was crazy. Echoing down the hallway. Uh, you see those prints sort of double back and go. Uh, they came into the room with the great stair, and uh-huh. then they double back and go back down where you were coming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are they dogs? They look like they're probably they're they're same similar to the warhounds that you fought, but you don't know if it was the smaller ones or those more like intense ones that came jumping out of that room. Yeah. Oh, we should have can't quite tell, but they're you know you can see that it looks like they were smelling looking for something that they didn't find. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they probably got really confused when the track stopped where we teleported away. Right, and they're just like what yeah, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's like jumping into a river when you're like a convict, All right? <laughs> Like running, <laughs> running from the dogs. Get the scent off of them. Um, so you just now you're in the room with the great stare. You can give the the hand signal to the rest of your team to come up, and all of you are just looking at this multi tiered uh, situation going to the top there. And you knew uh, past that door that you've now unlocked, it just felt warm, warmer mm-hmm. than what you've felt. All right, let's go. I think let's leave stealth behind us. Stay close. Walk together. Because I think we just got to go up the stairs straight up the middle of this room. Yeah. So. Um, Can I do a perception on the room? See if there's anything. Yeah. Me too. Anything amiss? Anything amiss? I'll do one. Uh, 36. Beats me. Uh, 39. It's um, <laughs> got good perception. Why do we even play? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can see 60 feet further than I can. Yeah, both Baron and Metro, you really like on guard here just trying to see if anything seems out of place any tracks that you weren't expecting uh did the bodies get moved and nothing really is jumping out at you it seems safe for the moment at least so you move forward let's get to the door uh jimmer up here with me stay close clack 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 
the first tier. Oil can. Second tier. <laughs> third tier. And there's that door again. It's still oh, open man. the way you left it. Oh, wow. You pass through. Our little soda can that we put on top is uh, undisturbed. It's still undisturbed. <laughs> a, a bucket of slime. Now that we've seen kind of like... I, was the weird guy that was training those giants in the room with the statues, he was a magical caster type? He was a magus. He was a magus. Magus. Uh, Baron's going to cast a tech magic across the door. We've done like a really good perception. Oh. Just look for any magical traps, maybe. Nothing. All right. Let's go. Detect anything. Let's um, go. Prepare yourselves. And you keep walking. The heat starts to intensify, and you feel like a major uh, temperature change with every step that you take. I'd say right now it's probably upwards of 90, 95 Damn. degrees. Wow. And let's go to the new map. Sweltering hot. New map. Sweltering. You got the new map blues. Boys. Frog on my stomach. There's no such thing as new map no, no, blues. No, 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 no. <laughs> new map is the best. What's the opposite of blues? New map excitement? The new map rag. I got the new map rag. <laughs> you see a tunnel. Ooh, wow, this is a big one. Oh, wow, there it is. Took a while. We're about a tiny speck. It's been a while since I saw a tunnel. You're in this tunnel. Um, you can control your characters. Tell me what you want to do, where you want to go. You Tunnels. It seems to stretch and turn. Very dangerous. <laughs> you go first. You go first. <laughs> Naturally made. Made by, like, worms like we've seen before in Skiergard. Made by giants. Made by dwarves. Is there any check we can do for that? You know, there might have been a time where magma coursed through here and made the ground uh, uh, easier to be uh, turned into a, a tunnel later. But it looks like it's been worked more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalgraith is just going to move forward. Uh, unless you guys say different, I'm just going to stay like 15, 20 feet ahead of everybody. Cool. Sure. Yeah. And keep stealthing and looking. I would happily join you, but I know that one of us will fail a check, so it's better <laughs> yeah. to just have one person do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. What's the light situation in this? It's full, total darkness. Total darkness. But all okay. of you have, uh, dark vision. Yeah. yeah. Including Thune and Metro can see. 100 feet? 120. 120, right. Twice as long. All right, so Dalgrith, um, what do you want to do? Uh, he's going to just keep going back and forth between looking forward 60 feet and looking generally around for traps. He doesn't... I don't really expect any just because we're, we're behind this reinforced door that had all this gu- these guards and everything. I don't think mm-hmm. they'd be setting traps here, but he's going to keep an eye out. So um, just like sort of general perception. 19 <laughs> Haven't hit over 5 yet <laughs> uh, On yeah. multiple dice You don't I know I keep changing the die This is your matter. third one You don't see anything uh, uh, Can I do a perce- I'll, do, I'll do a perception check <laughs> The old my Ooh. buddy failed Let me roll it I rolled the same thing <laughs> But I uh, oh. 23 but you do see something No you don't see anything uh, Baron, uh, Can Baron walk up and do one Or do you want sure. to no, no, Let's just keep going relax. Just man Alright I'm 20 feet ahead Stealthy stealth Hey you broke 5 Hey I gotta get over five. What'd you get? I don't know, man. <laughs> Thirty-one. <laughs> Let's take this guy to Harris. <laughs> uh, all right, so so I'm gonna keep walking yeah, straight up move the middle. Forward, you know, up until the edge of where I've revealed on the map, you can assume it's safe. Okay. Um, so you move forward, and now you're able to see uh, more of this tunnel, and it just seems to stretch on 
Are we moving? Are we at a, kind of a level on a level plane, or are we moving up or down? Incline. Incline. Going up. Okay. You're going we're, higher we're into the mountain. Always moving up. Uh, and you just came up those steps as well, so you're you would feel like every step you take, you're at the highest elevation you've been since you entered Ash Peak. Wow. Wow. I think we're ba- like this is curving too a little bit the, yeah. the tunnel itself. So I feel like we may be spiraling upwards. Yeah, that's uh, what it seems to be. It right has now. that feel. And this tunnel you can see is about ten feet wide, maybe fourteen feet at best from time to time. Um, what are we uh, doing? Uh, I'm going to keep moving forward. Uh, I- I'll look. I'm going to look on the sides of the walls a little closer now that mm-hmm. we're in this really long hallway to see if I notice anything out of place or uh, any traps or anything set in the sides of the walls. Uh, that is a 26 perception. And then I'll roll stealth as well, uh, 30 stealth. Now, the only thing you're, you're, you're seeing is uh, just more endless tunnel, and you're feeling hot with every step. Okay. Um, like you're walking towards uh, more heat. Okay. Um, Moving up to the next level. Yeah, so, you know, assuming you just keep rolling along here, mm-hmm. right, because you want to kind of just keep moving and seeing what you see, you end up going at least another 300 feet or oh, so. A football field? Wow. This is crazy. long-ass tunnel. Wow. Before it starts to open up. Okay. All right, I'm seeing an opening up there in the distance. And, you know, so now you've traveled, uh, you know, almost 450 feet since you entered this tunnel. And you see that it opens up to the right and the left. Uh, explain what that means. It feels like a bigger room, but there's a Y no, like intersection, the, the, a fork? It's a Y intersection of the tunnel, so the tunnel just splits into right. two. Okay. So it's not an opening of a room. It's, no, no. It's splitting into two tunnels. Mm-hmm. How would uh, you uh, describe the relative firmness of the ground we stand on? It's pretty firm. Firm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so with firm ground, that would give us a DC 15 survival check to look for some tracks down out of these. Okay. Baron's going to look. Shit! <laughs> uh, 12. <gasps> 20 for old Deathbringer. Deathbringer. Uh, so known tracker. Baron, you certainly see tracks, um, but nothing that you can make heads or tails of. This is going every, in every direction. In every, every, every <laughs> which direction. Um, Dab- you know, I, uh, <laughs> I was listening to, I was doing a little legacy glass cannon listening, like listening to older episodes just to kind of see, you know, story and what we were doing and stuff like that. Available now. And I listened to like episode four, <laughs> episode 47, I think it was, uh-huh. and uh, Circle Jerks, and all the standing stones are up out in the Vault of Thorns, and mm-hmm. we're like, survival check, and you're like, you just see tracks every which way, and blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't a joke yet. Oh, that's oh. So you just say it, and everybody's like, okay, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I guess we're not going to get information here. Well, let's try this. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's not a joke yet. It's <laughs> funny. Um, How young we were. <laughs> Anything? Uh, with your 20, I will say that you see uh, tracks that are uh, less than 24 hours old coming from this direction, uh, the, the leftmost fork, towards you. Like they were coming oh. uh, from this direction and down 
towards the direction of the Great Stair. Are there mm. four-footed animal tracks along with them? There are not. None that you see. Hmm. Um, Once we pass the door, we haven't seen any of those tracks anymore. No. Animal tracks. Let's go see if we can rob the store while it's not minded. What do you say, Dalgrith? Am I giving you guys all your, uh, the extent of your vision? No, you're not, brother. All right, so give me, show me what your the extent of your vision is. 120 feet from me. Okay, this is going to be interesting. So what we're calling the, uh, the leftmost fork, it looks like it opens up about 60 feet or so away. Um, and actually with Metro's vision, you can see that it does, in, in fact, open up. And there is some light coming from uh, another tunnel to the south. And it also continues onward. To the right, it oh. looks like about 60 feet away or so, it, it breaks off to the right and then also continues forward. So basically both tunnels, uh, to the right and to the left, about 60 feet away, open up again and continue forward. Mm. However, to the south, or the left one, you see light. To the, the north right one, uh, you just feel the most heat. Well, we the le- and the left slash south was the one where we saw the fresh tracks, right? Fresh tracks. Yeah. So the question is, do we want to fight now or later? Uh, no, they were going away from us, though. Right. But so it could light, be empty. But there was a light, so. Mm, but you know, they may have forgotten. Could be empty, might be at but, home. Uh, I feel. It could I'm be. I'm drawn to the heat. Someone just left the TV on. <laughs> Someone could have just left the TV on. <laughs> they turned it on. They heard something. They, they left. They ran uh, out in a hurry. Let's go. Let's go watch Wapner. <laughs> Um, Dogrith wants to go n- uh, up and to the right, north and to the right, to feel what uh, towards the heat. He's just trying to get to the core of this thing, and that he feels like that's that way. He feels like the other way is a detour, is a distraction. Could be wrong, but yeah, I'm wondering if the heat is kind of the red herring of this, and I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. There's no way to know un- unless we look. Uh, it's just everything that we've done so far has been like right turns kind of like spiraling around this whole thing since the beginning but you gotta take three lefts to get home Joe (laughs) Um, is that a a saying? no baseball baseball. (laughs) Uh, 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 okay going to the heat uh, it's worth checking out. The only the only reason Grant wants to go there metagaming wise is because it might be empty. But again, it's mitigated by the fact you brought up the light being there, perhaps. Um, so let's go check out the heat. Yes. Okay. All right. Stay close. Feel like dangers. It's strange too because we felt a lot corner. of heat when we went way down on the base of this thing, and now we're feeling it. The higher we go, I don't know how stuff works. Well, maybe there's a central chimney. Oh, it's like a heating pipe in like an old queen's apartment? Or, yeah, or like a volcano. <laughs> or like, stuff, like this magma at the bottom yeah, of it. And that's and where the like heat is rising up through shaft. the... You yeah. never had to do it the volcano rises. science experiment? Like an old queen's apartment, I said. <laughs> like that old queen's volcano. Um, you right. know, the one on 42nd and Broadway. You know Mount Maspeth, you know? <laughs> you ever climb that? So you all and Thune uh, go towards the north, the rightmost yep. and, one. And uh, Dograith is going to peek, stealthily peek around the corner of that where it seemed to turn. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Uh, that is a 35. Okay, so you peek around the corner. 
You don't hear anything. You just see that uh, about 30 feet or so away, the tunnel ends in a door. Door! What what about up ahead? Since I can see 100. Where where Metra can see uh, much farther ahead. Uh, Give me the... Give me the juice there, Metro. Hang on, I gotta zoom all the way out. I got it for you. Big old map. That is a big old map. Um, You're still not quite there. So yeah, Uh, I will say that even though I haven't revealed it yet, it just the tunnel just keeps going on, and you don't see anything. All right. Shall we look at this door? You want to keep going on? I want to look at the door. Where do we feel the heat coming from? Uh, The north. Hmm. Let's check out the door. door. Let's check out the door. All right. What's in the box? Uh, the door. Baron, check the door. Uh, Baron. <laughs> Shades of strange hands right now. Uh, well, you do have the best perception, I'm assuming, in the party. You got you to gotta listen to or watch that show on YouTube at YouTube.com. Anyway. Uh, quick perception on the door and a detect Magico. Mother pus bucket. Uh, 31. Um, all right, so you're doing a you're detecting. What are you doing? Perception for traps. Perception for traps, okay. and then uh, if you want a separate roll for me to listen, I can do that as well. But okay, uh, no. But if you're just looking for traps with a thirty-one, you don't see any 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 traps on the door. Quick little listen. Oh yeah, thirty-six. Nothing. Nothing. Kick it in, Baron. Uh, detect magic. Nothing. All right, we'll stealthily try to open the door. Okay, roll stealth. That'll do. Uh, that is a... Shimmer, get yourself up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a 30. <laughs> Whoa. Storeroom. Storeroom. Sure is. Door opens into a uh, cramped room. Cramped even for giants. Lined with the simple tiered shelves that are carved directly out of the volcanic rock. You see crates, barrels... You see a coupon for a crate and barrel. Uh, bulky items wrapped in heavy cloth stacked on the floor and on these uh, shelves. It looks like the room is used to store all sorts of random shit. Dry goods. Uh, you see spare uniforms, uh, water, bandages, other various supplies. Um, that said, it looks like it's only at like one-third capacity right now. Like, two-thirds has been wiped out. Either they've used it or they've taken it. You don't know. Um, if you were hungry, though, there's this food here. You feel like you could salvage enough food and water. You could survive here for a few days if you needed to. Um, two questions. Yeah. Can we secretly poison it? This is a different you know, book and time than uh, what we're going through in Skiergard. Second question. Mm-hmm. Is this room unusual enough for Metra to get a real freaking good look on it to increase her chances of a successful teleportation without mishap. I feel like it is. Oh, oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty memorable in here. Um, you All see right. the door locks from the inside, too. You could lock yourself in here. Ooh. Oh, nice. Ooh. All right. I'll, t- I'll uh, take a quick study, make some notes. Some sketches in my gurnal. This isn't like the the tunnels that you're going through. There's obviously stuff here that you can be like, okay, yeah, I got a good handle on this. All right, well, let's not poison the stuff if we're going to use this as a a spot. Home we base. We don't want to draw attention to it. Yeah, Green room. Certainly. 
green, it's our green room. room. A green room. Does it have an N64? Do they have M&Ms? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead and zoom out and look at the map, Is there too. Any deli meats? Already, even though you've... Uh, well, it's <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah, just see where wow. you are. And, uh, and that room is the, looks like it's in the exact middle of the map. Yeah. Well, maybe not because of this fog of war. It could be a bigger, smaller map. It's you true. never know. True. I mean, I'm, I can see the canvas here. We, we know Troy's style. No, but the canvas is not. Well, you but I think you'll the, see more than what the, the map canvas is. extends further to the, the west. Yeah. It does. By a bit. It so. does. Um, there could be some sort of uh, forge or something to the north. Um, yeah. All right. Once uh, once we f- I, you feel like I've adequately studied this place mm-hmm. and I'll remember it, shall we keep moving to the north? Right. It's, good. it's good for me. Let's go. As we do, I think... Uh, I'm itching for a fight. Baron will, like, walk behind himself. I don't think... I, I was looking at survival. It doesn't seem to be in there. But he's just going to, like, carry... He's going to pull his bedroll out of his bag mm-hmm. and he's going to drag it behind him away from the door cover up our footprints Ooh. going up to it clever okay just to keep it like just smoothing over the sands okay like a zen garden i like it mm-hmm. i like it that's a ranger ability high level not that high you level. leave no tracks yeah druids too yeah leave no or can you cover you can cover you uh, yes. use the survival skill yeah. druids to, leave no tracks mm. yeah so you continue heading north yeah 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 okay same procedures dog right about 20 feet ahead doing perceptions and stealths okay um, you go ahead another uh, oh, hundred feet or so, <laughs> and business picks up considerably. Ooh, because uh, you come five-way intersection. Uh, it's a four-way intersection. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, but you're in one of the ways. Uh, you see, yeah. Um, just looking here in terms of distance uh, about 55 feet away or so uh, the tunnel continues forward and splits to the left and the right with every step that you take more and more intense heat and the air feels thicker from time to time it almost seems like you're having trouble seeing people in front of you and then you like shake your head a little bit and you can see them just fine heat waves man uh all right, I'm going to keep pushing forward as long as I can breathe and breathe. Okay. I'm going to come to that intersection, stealth up to it, put my back against the wall, lean up, and then lean left and lean right, looking around okay. those Roll corners. Stealth. Oh, another one, Joe. Come on, O'Brien. That'll play. That is a 37. Okay. Nice. Okay. We get up to the edge there, and you see that... Uh, ahead of you, the tunnel just keeps going, and you don't see any light. Just more darkness, more dark tunnel. However, to both the left and the right, there is considerable light from deeper in both of these passageways that's spilling out uh, to the point where, if you peek around the corner, you can see just the edge of where the spill ends. Um... The one to your left looks like it turns down a little bit, whereas the one to your right is kind of a straight shot. You look to the left and you look down, and it just seems like about 70 feet or so, the room opens up, and roll a perception check. 18. You hear noises. Um, 
that don't seem to follow any sort of pattern, but it sounds like banging. Mm. Insert banging joke here. <laughs> um, you just you hear tong, 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 and nothing for a while, and, tong, tong, and it's just kind of echoing up mm. towards you. Um, can't really get a, a good view into that room because of the way that the tunnel is curving. To the right, you look, and in the distance beyond uh, your dark vision, where the light starts to open up, you just see um, these what looks like beds of coals giving off uh, the same orange glow that you saw in Deep Ash Peak. And you also hear sounds similar to what you hear to the left, but it's not banging. It just sounds like um, toiling. Sounds of like... Sounds like a forge to me. Yeah, I wonder if they're feeding, like feeding the forge. A couple of forges, some yeah. kind. Of. Hey, Troy, can you just keep that, those sounds of exertion going for a while? <laughs> This is the heart of the. It's just stuff they can armor making. People can remix that later. <laughs> uh, so Dogwraith will step back away from the edge, explain what he sees, keep his voice low. Did, and do I see? Does the tunnel just continue like for 120 feet straight ahead of us? Uh, yeah, to the extent of your vision, it just keeps going north. All right. Well, we know people are in there. You want to avoid combat until we can see as much of this place as we can. I suggest we move forward. Jim, what do you think? Yeah, um, I think that's a good idea. Why don't we just take a quick look? And Metro will uh, activate the cloak of etherealness. Oh, how about that? What? And we'll just take a quick jaunt to see what's going on over there. On which side? Which side did you? Did we hear the uh, the toiling that was the to the left. right to the right to the right oh dolly grow the right i just want tiny tim's tiptoe through the tulips to play every time she puts <laughs> on the cloak of a theory almost and i'll walk straight through the wall you walk straight through the wall so you get the fastest possible path there okay you walk to the right and you are uh well, I guess you're, where you're on the ethereal plane, you aren't affected by things on the material plane. So that heat that you were feeling at the uh, cr- every step uh, f- further north you went uh, ends immediately. And you're like, ah, I just feel moist from the shadow plane. <laughs> Why is I the shadow plane I feel oddly th- moist? I feel ethereal because I'm on the ethereal plane. You're wet. You walk into this room, and it is a huge cavern, uh, larger probably than any of the rooms on that first level uh, of Ash Peak. And uh, the second level, there were more carved rooms, like barracks and what. No, this is like a, a huge cavern, the largest one you've seen. Not as big as the Great Stair, but up there, filled with the roar of flames and rustling air. Now, I don't know if you you don't feel the air, but do you hear things? Yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, look up the I think you can perceive everything normally. You're just not physically affected. Physically affected, yeah. yeah. I can see in here on the material plane, but everything, everything looks gray and ephemeral. All right, so you look up and you see. Oh, and I only have 60 feet of vision, so I have to move around. So, I, But I will move around. You're going to move around. Spash again. You get how many minutes? 
10. 10. 10 minutes. All right. So you're really going to canvas. I don't room. need to spend all 10. You spend all 10 on this shitty room? No. I just <laughs> want to know. I want to know, like, are these slaves? Are the, there are a lot of work, giants working here? Like, what's just going on in the room? Uh, you see, uh, you know, uh, smoke filling the upper reaches of the chamber. The ceiling looks like it's been chipped away in places. And chimneys from several uh, blazing ovens climb the walls. This is probably what Dalgrith saw, the beds of coals. There are chimneys attached to them going all the way to the ceiling, just smoking. A low wall of stones encloses a bed of hot coals in front of the easternmost oven, uh, which is larger than all of the other ones, and carts full of ore sit in various parts of the room. You see two fire giants walking around the room, just kind of keeping their eye on the tunnel where you guys are, where your party is, just watching, but also sort of watching these other creatures work. And you see several other orange-skinned lizard-like creatures. What? Salamanders. Toiling away on these ovens. That's cool. But in the easternmost coal bed, the largest one in the room, you see one just Laying back on the coals, relaxing. What? Well, not giants. And watching. Yes. Huh. And we'll see you next week. Oh, Oh, my God. King Salamander. King (laughs) Salamander. Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.